Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 72, or the Cowboys, Oakland A's, Los Angeles Lakers, Boston Bruins episode. Also, low-key, Jack Nicholas's fourth Masters win was in 72, so pretty good year. Pretty good year there, minus the Lakers, otherwise good year. Um, I am your host, Boston Celtics fan, TJ Butler here. Sitting next to me, as always, Big Dill. Dill, how are you, brother? Mm, doing all right. You know, yeah. trying to recover. Uh, they call me Big D, University of Florida Gators fan. Tough. That's all I got. Tough loss. That's all I've got. Doge, how are you doing up there in Cleveland after the uh, old Gator loss? Certainly. <clears throat> I heard for a per SVP, that was about 28 touchdowns and about 3,000 yards that weren't on the field today for the Gators that were all sitting out. So, quite a bit of production there. So, tough loss, but when you don't have all your weapons, it makes it certainly much harder. But, we've got all our weapons on this show tonight, boys. We've got a great show for you. We've got a little NFL action, a little NBA opening week here. A little college football preview, and then a little 2020, a uh, little best and worst moments. But first things first, as always, we got to warm it up. So without further ado, <clears throat> Big Dill, we'll have you warm it up first. What do you got for us? All right. Well, with my Florida teams being a topic of discussion so far, Mm-hmm. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers clinched their first uh, playoff bout run since 2007 with a big win last week against the old Leones, 47-7. So there you go. took care of business in the uh, Motor City. Week uh, 17, the Browns need to do that. So yeah, hopefully. We'll get more into that later, but important week of football coming up here for uh, the other half of my love for the NFL as far as team-wise. Oh, Mason Rudolph starting, so hopefully we don't have any Heesh. antics. Yeah, no antics would be nice. For sure. We'll see. Good way to put it. Doge, <clears throat> one more up for me all the way up there in Cleveland. What do you got? Uh, not going to be clinching any playoffs anytime soon, but the uh, the Bengals still showing a little more life. Had their second one in a row here against the Texans after mm-hmm. beating the Steelers last week, which was beautiful in, in itself. Yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, people have been complaining about the fall in draft picks for getting wins, but it doesn't bother me as much because they show that they can win. Certainly have room to grow, especially with the return of Joe Burrow. So, you know, whatever we manage to acquire in the offseason, you know, I think we've got some really good guys out there now, and hopefully we can just build on the on the offensive line and retain some of the, the guys that have really been producing, like Carl Lawson, um, you know, so. Right. I'd like to see that, and I think, you know, get another win this weekend we'd be you know spoiling the Ravens season two so 
let's get one more. I don't care <laughs> at this point. <laughs> they're showing that they can get some dubs, and that's actually a little exciting. So plus two, like yeah, like it's nice to have a great draft pick, and you probably want a good draft pick, but. You're not going to attract any free agents winning one game or two games. Like if you if you start winning some at the end here, like we are, with a a backup quarterback, and then we're like, hey man, don't forget we're going to get all these other guys back, and hopefully we can sign Carl Lawson, like you're saying, and and Will Jackson, and maybe some offensive line, and with and then draft some dudes as well. Like yeah, there's some there's some positivity that we can be had here, rather than up, oh, you know, we're the Jags. We've only got one win. We're not trying to win, and it's just kind of. Yeah, we're getting Trevor Lawrence, but there's nothing else really exciting going on. So, I don't know. It, you can look at it both ways. So, <clears throat> hopefully, uh, it'll help us attract some free agents is my point, I guess. But Hopefully so, yeah. All right, I'll go here. I'll give it a little warm-up here. But uh, <clears throat> the old classic sports saying, you know, like, the better you are, a little bit more you can get away with. Or, you know, like, you got to kind of get a bit, a bit of a longer leash, if you will. Um, you know, you can see that in two different ways this week. James Harden, you, he was out at a, uh, a public event, seen without a mask on. We uh, Allegedly it was a strip club. He claims that it was not. It was for some other promotion um, event, promotional event thing. So mm. I, I forget the lady's business, so I apologize, ma'am. Um, but he went out there, and then in the first game that he came back after everyone, you know, was calling him fat. You know, Bill Simmons even calling him Jimbo Slice because he kind of looks like Kimbo Slice, but he's obviously James. Um, so That's bad. Yeah, I know. It's bad. It's bad. But, I mean, he looked huge in that one photo. It's mm-hmm. not good. But then he dropped a huge 44-17 and 17 on the Blazers. And, you know, minus a C.J. McCollum, you know, last-minute really good shot there. They could have won that game. So, you know, he came out or went out, excuse me, and had a huge game and, you know, kind of proved that, yeah, you know, I might not be, you know, at home, you know, working out every day, you know, getting to sleep early, eating my greens, but I'm still out here dropping 44 on you guys. Like, I can still play. Whereas old Dwayne, 50 touchdowns at OSU Haskins, was out at a strip club with his girlfriend at some, uh, there was no promotional event there. It was just a birthday party, I believe. Um, and he went out, was starting this past weekend for the Washington football team. Didn't have a great start. Was replaced by Heineke, who I have never heard of before, and I think was just recently on their practice squad. And yeah, the the, the I almost said there, almost said their old name, didn't there? The Washington football team. Excuse me. They cut old Dwayne Haskins today, or this past <clears throat> past week, because he wasn't being responsible. So good riddance to Dwayne Haskins. Hopefully he can uh, take this opportunity, you know, get a little bit more responsible with his life. But you know, it just goes to show you that if you're going to go out there and be a reckless idiot, you might as well at least be good in the game so they have a reason to keep you around. Because otherwise they're just going to cut you like they did to Dwayne if you're going to be an idiot. <clears throat> so He was, what, number 15 overall last year? Uh, yeah, I think so. Something like mid-first round? Yeah. What was it, like 12? No, I think you're right. It was like 15. The league done messed up, is what he said, end quote. Like, yeah, apparently. You just don't want him to see him to, you know, be Jamarcus Russell and just completely throw his career away. So hopefully he can bounce it around. But either way, moving on, boys. First quarter. 
Got our NFL playoff picture update. Let me just give you what it looks like right now if the playoffs would end today, and then we'll give our favorite matchups. And then, um, you know, if we think anyone might be falling out of this picture, or if any, you think, you know, it's lock solid where it's at. So, in the AFC, we have the Kansas City Chiefs with the bye. The number two seed, Pittsburgh Steelers, would be going up against the Cleveland Browns if it stands as it is right now. The number three, Buffalo Bills, will be taking on the Baltimore Ravens, the number six seed. And the Tennessee Titans, the number four seed, will be taking on the Dolphins, which would be a great matchup there as well. In the NFC, we have the Green Bay Packers with the bye. The number two seed is the New Orleans Saints, who will be playing the Chicago Bears. The number three seed, divisional matchup here, will be taking on the Jared goff L.A. Rams, unfortunately, he had surgery on his thumb, so I doubt he'll be playing in that game. That would be wild if he did. Um, the Washington football team, Dwayne haskins list football team, will be taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that 4-5 matchup there. So, Dylan, I'll pass it to you first. Do you think anyone is going to fall out or into the playoffs, I guess, on either side? And if not... And if so, I guess either way, what do you think is your favorite matchup? Who do you got? <clears throat> All right, I'll just start off with if the matchups do not change. Okay. I think the Bills and Ravens would be a great game, and also the Titans Dolphins. Like that first round matchup in the AFC, I feel like is going to provide better games than the NFC first round. I'll probably be completely wrong on that now that I said that. Sure. Um, but as far as the teams coming in and out, I think the Cardinals are going to find a way to win. I think the Packers are going to seal up the season 13-3 uh, and three and beat the Bears, uh, allowing the Cardinals to sneak, uh, sneak in that seventh spot. And I am definitely worried about the Browns against the Steelers. If we lose and the Colts win, they're in. If we win, we're in. There's a lot of shuffling for the last... I mean, there are four teams at 10-5. and five Yeah. For three spots. Yeah. So... Well, the Colts can sneak into the division still. Allegedly. Um, I was reading if they... If they beat the Jags and the Texans beat the Titans, it'd flip, I guess. Okay. But either way, they're still... I think the Colts can get in if they if they win in. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it then, but like I think the Dolphins can drop out. Yeah. yeah. Colts jump in. I'll say that's what... They can get in the wild card, too. I'm just saying they can still win the division. Oh, okay. That's what, okay. That's what I was pointing mm-hmm. out. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> like the 4-5 or five matchup isn't even locked, either. That's kind of what wasn't my point there, but... <clears throat> yeah. So what... 4 through seven's not locked. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Bills, Steelers, Chiefs are locked on that side. NFC is basically got... Pretty much locked, except for Cardinals, Bears, right? Rams? Uh, Bills, Bills could jump the Steelers, but they're locked into the playoffs. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. I would rather face the Steelers as the Browns, personally. Oh, uh, yeah. The Bills look like they could beat anybody. Yeah, no doubt. And they're going to have fans there. So, <clears throat> and they're finally gonna have fans there, dude. That place is gonna be crazy. Those people are gonna be drunk. Mm-hmm. 
Those are going to be some crazy Bills fans. They're going to make up for their lost time in the That's stadium. That's what I'm saying, right. They're going to be... Ooh. So, I, I mean, either way, I just hope we get in. I think it'll be good for us to at least get some experience with uh, Stefanski's first year. Right. Um, I think the AFC is going to provide a better overall playoff run. For, like, Super Bowl, or are you just saying, like, they're going to have better games? Better games. What was, your, what was your favorite game, by the way? If you... If it goes the way you think it's going to go. Um, I think the Ravens-Bills. That would be, yeah. That's mine. I think that's going to be a great game. If it ends up going that way. Because if Tua's playing for the Dolphins, he plays kind of boring. Like, it's not very fun to watch. He's just kind of methodical. I Dude, I if think if Patrick plays. I think if you're in the playoffs, you got to go Fitz. Because he's just a scorer. And you got to go like, Tua, I'm sorry, bro. But, like, we got a chance to go for this soup. The if Super he's Bowl. not turning the ball over, Fitzpatrick, then, yeah, he should get the nod. Problem is, he gets turnover happy, but. What do you got, Dodge? for AFC? We'll go at, We'll go NFC if, as a unit after this as well. Just favorite matchup, or do we think the, there's going to be changes, or? It sounded like you thought there might be some changes there earlier. So, what? I, I do. Well, I give do. me your, I give me your changes. I think the Colts will jump into the playoffs, and I think the Dolphins are dropping out. I would love to see that, personally. Uh, the, the Dolphins are going up to play Buffalo in Buffalo That's this an last L. week. And I think Buffalo is still going to start some of their boys because they have a two-spot that they can play for, which would give them more home games in the playoffs. Yep. Um, McDermott also hasn't come out and said if he's resting as starters yet, whereas the Steelers have. So right. I think that nice. might be an incentive for them to play the guys and beat the Dolphins, too. And for a cold game in Buffalo, dude, advantage Bills on that one. So I think the Dolphins take the L to Buffalo. And then with the Colts playing the Jaguars <clears throat> this weekend, I don't see them losing either. No way. So that would put the Colts at 11-5 and five and the Dolphins at 10-6, dropping them out of the picture. Um, so I, I see the Colts jumping in uh, one way or another. I don't see them losing at all. Right. Um, Titans going against the Texans, like you said, could make it a little bit more interesting if they take the L. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreaker would be if the Titans were then fighting for a wild card. Yeah, um, I haven't looked up that scenario I just because I just saw Dolphins, that. I was like... But, uh, yeah, I, I would see the Dolphins dropping out, I believe. Um, because I think the Colts are going to win. I think the Titans are going to win. I think the, the Bills are going to beat them. So... Um, but we'll just have to see how those matchups line up. You know, as it stands right now, uh, you know, obviously Bills Ravens is enticing. Looks good. Um, even getting the divisional matchup, like you said, on the other side in the NFC to with the Seahawks playing the Rams. Now, anytime you play a team, three teams in a year, like you, you both pretty much know each other well enough that I think it's going to be a good game regardless. You right. Know, if Ravens wind up playing Steelers, same deal. So, uh huh. Um, those totally. are always fun to watch. Divisional matchups in the playoffs for sure. Totally agree. Um, I was going to say as well, I think the Colts are going to sneak in there one way or another, uh, whether it's the division or through the wild card. I just think they're too good, and Jacksonville is trying to be too bad. Like, they're just trying to be terrible, so that would have to be crazy. And I think the Colts want a little revenge since the Jags, like, that's their only win on the the year is the Colts, the first game of the year. So First and last game. Yeah, so I think it'll be quite a different uh, experience this time. Um, for the Colts, so <clears throat> I'd love, I don't think the Dolphins are gonna go because if they're gonna start Tua again, I'm not sure he how he's gonna perform. He just hasn't looked, you know, 
super confident, whereas Fitz has been really letting the ball fly, you know, just being classic Fitz magic. So we'll see if the musical QBs is going to get it done there um, in Miami. But like you're saying, the Bills still have something to play for, so mm. I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm going to go uh, here to the NFC. Um, I think that – because can the Rams still drop out of this? Is that still the truth? Like, can the Cardinals get in, or can only the Bears and the Cardinals switch? <clears throat> because if so, the Rams, I think, might be dropping out of this because they don't have their quarterback, mm-hmm. Jared Goff. They did sign Blake Bortles, who has been in their system and was their backup last year, so he might be end up playing, but they're starting Warford or Wofford. Um, so I think the Cardinals, even though Kyler Murray has a little bit of a bang-up leg, are going to really try to make a play here and and try to get in the playoffs. So if they win, I believe that they're in. So they have the tiebreaker over the, over the Bears and the Cardinals as of right now. The Rams? But what if the Cardinals beat the Rams, which is going to happen probably. Right, so then I think it goes to... Let me see here. Like, do the Rams just fall out? Or is it Rams, Cardinals, Bears, Bears fall? Bears fall. Yeah. Yeah, Cardinals would jump them, right? With a win over the Rams. The Bears, even with a win, would still be uh-huh. below the Rams if the Rams have the tiebreaker. So the Rams right have clinched? So it, No, they're still not clinched. Okay. I think it has to do with, like, win percentage in common games. So that's not something we can calculate no. this okay. quickly. Okay, so... I think the Rams are going to come and games it out, potentially. Sure. If not, then I think... I just think the Cardinals are going to get in. So, if they're playing the Saints as the 2-7 matchup, that's going to be a very fun matchup. Mm-hmm. The matchup that will not be very fun, well, maybe it would be, because Chase Young might just get right after old Tampa. And just like just break him, but I don't think I think the Bucks might just light him up and just be like, "Come on, guys, this is you guys don't even have a quarterback." I've been back and forth and whether we want Washington or Dallas. I would rather see Dallas. Oh, dude, yeah, give me Dallas. Yeah, Smash a couple more watermelons. Of the Cowboys getting that that last spot. Yeah, that's the Andy Dalton in me. Yeah, he can go. He can go right to the playoffs and lose a fucking playoff game, just like he did for us. It'd be perfect. Sorry, Andy. (laughs) Those are two fire receiver cores, though. If you get them going against each other, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Oh yeah. Could be fun to watch. Zeke looked like he kind of got his his game back a little bit last week. That's what that's what I think. I think he might be back. Little Zeke action. We'll see. If they could get in and play the Buccaneers, I think that would be a fun matchup, too. There's no doubt. Um, Doge, what about you for the NFC? Any other, your favorite matchups? Or we kind of discussed the playoffs a little bit. Yeah, sorry. I, I did jump ahead earlier when I was doing my AFC stuff. Um, You're fine. I, I obviously think a divisional matchup, Seahawks-Rams, would be, would be nice. I think if the Cards jump in and play the Seahawks, that was a hell of a game, too, when they played in the regular season as well. So, yeah. Um, those would be prime matchups, like we were just saying. If the Buccaneers manage to take the NFC East and play the Buc- or sorry, the Cowboys manage to take the NFC East and play the Buccaneers, that could be a good matchup as well. 
Um, so, I mean, those could be some fun games, but as it stands right now, you know, the one that I would actually really want to tune into would probably be Seahawks-Rams if it were to end the day. Okay. So down the line, who are the two teams that you'd want to see in the Super Bowl or championships? championships? The NFC Championship? Both. So I'm just looking at it, and I would, I would personally like probably Green Bay and Seattle if Tampa wasn't in it. Like if I'm excluding the I'm I have a team in here, fanhood standpoint. Sure. I think that Green Bay and Seattle just two classic heavyweights just going at it. Russ and Aaron. I'd so like to probably, see. In a cold or, game. Well, Tampa Bay, New games. Orleans again, dude. That's what I want. Just the matchup. I want the Bucks to be on fire to go back and play the Saints, who are also on fire. And be like, dang, dude, here we go. I'm changing my vote. I think I, w- I would rather see the Buccaneers play the Packers in the NFC Championship. A little rematch action there? Yeah, dude. Run it back. Hmm. That was like the... When everyone was saying the Buccaneers didn't really have a quality win, and then they finally got that dub against yeah, the Packers. Yeah, they smacked them. It was, it was just like the Florida game where uh, Green Bay never had a chance. Like, they yes. Im- immediately, like, just bad game. Yeah. That would be a fun one to watch. I think Aaron Rodgers would have a little something to come back with. And playing in Lambeau, I feel like that could turn into a legendary game of just the 12 versus the 12. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I think AFC, I I would really want to see Bill's Chiefs. It's, it's only Bill's Chiefs. You can't convince me it's anything else. Yeah. It's got to be, dude. And It'd have to be hot, like smoking hot Browns. Like we have our whole wide receiver. Or like I guess, excuse me, Colts. Colts defense could just choke some teams out, maybe, and be Colts Chiefs. But Chiefs are going, and Bills Chiefs are going. Are Bills are going. Like they're going. They're both going. But those are the only teams that I think could really do it. I don't believe in the Steelers. Dolphins no. Titans no. Ravens, not really. Browns would have to come out, just get all their boys back from this COVID list. That's what I'm saying. They'd have to come out pissed off. Right. The teams that I don't don't want to see. And even then, like, no. I don't want to see. (laughs) I don't want to see Ravens, Chiefs. I don't want to see Ravens. Anything. The problem is the problem is the Bills are going to come out and win. The Browns are going to come out and win. They're going to face each other in the first round of the the playoffs, and they're the. No, Chiefs would play the lowest seed that's available. No, in the first round, because the Browns or the Bills would be the two. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were talking about in the first round of the playoffs if they both win. No, 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 no. I meant like yeah. if they win in Week 17. Yeah. So wait. Well, no, the oh, this is before. So the Bills and Browns play each other right now. Oh, they do. Yeah, it flipped. Because I saw that. Yeah, because the Bills beat the Steelers, so they have the tiebreaker. This is. Oh yeah, I guess this table does have when the Bills were still eleven and three. This is fifteen weeks. Mm. Well, technically. Either way. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's no exciting, man. Because it doesn't yeah, have the so Bills, Bills Monday night. To play Browns if it ended right so, now, are I the think... Colts in then, in that? No. 
Okay. Colts are eight. Are the Cardinals? I think the Colts bounce and the Dolphins drop. And then I think the Browns with a dub would have the tiebreaker over the Colts, right? So they would. The Browns have to win and they're in. The, the Browns can make it in if they don't win, but if they win, they're in. Yep. What was your question, Doge? I think if the if the Dolphins lose, mm-hmm. and the Colts win, Browns win, Ravens win. Dolphins are out. Which can all happen. Dolphins <clears throat> drop. Ravens are five, Browns are six, Colts are seven. Then you'd be seeing a Bills-Colts 2-7 matchup. Oh. Browns-Steelers 3-6 matchup. Titans-Ravens 4-5. Wow. I would prefer if that happened. I love all of those matchups all so much. They're all, they're all rematches. Yeah, those are, yeah, all, those are all, those all have like a little blood on the line. You know? Yeah. But like, that's, that's a little gotta, like... That's what we gotta root for. I'm rooting for that, Dash. Good call. Okay. Alright, let's move on here. Yep. Second quarter. NBA opening week. Do a little recap. Just like, what was your favorite game here? You watched opening week. Have there been any surprises for you this season? Um, I'll go first. Um, nothing was one of my favorite games on Christmas. My goodness, every single one of them was a 20-plus point blowout. Yeah, I mean, they were all garbage. They are all bad. I still, I mean, I watched them, but... Um, favorite game I've watched so far, uh, besides Jalen Brown bopping 42 tonight, career high, shouts out to Juice there, but, uh, was on Sunday, Pacers Celtics, even though the Celtics lost, um, so bonus came out, he's super good, bonafide all-star this year, no doubt, um, just hilarious that some people last year were, like, saying that they didn't need him in the bubble and he wasn't, like, that effective, like, he's just their best player. Like, without a doubt. Um, and so he was just giving it to us, him and Brogdon. Really good game. Came down to the wire. Jason Tatum, step back three. Bricks it off the rim. So, uh, came down to the missed shot, but still a super exciting game. One of the ones that I watched that was actually pretty close. So, um, I don't know. I'll take it. We could have gotten a better shot with seven seconds left, being down one than the step back three. But, I mean, Tatum hits that all the time, so I'm not going to complain about it. But that was my favorite game. Surprising teams. I will. I'll wait for you guys to go first on those because I think I have a couple. But I want to see what you guys have first. So, big deal. What was your favorite game that you watched opening week? Any Christmas Day blowouts or no? No. But so this is probably one of the games that I enjoyed the most. I'm trying to find the actual stats behind it here. Let me let me get here. Okay, so it was the uh, the Mavs and Clippers. I didn't actually watch this game, but yikes! As far as hearing about it, and You're watching the box score. Sheesh. So at the end of the first half, dude, it was seventy-seven to twenty-seven. No Kawhi, no Kawhi, by the way. Down fifty. <laughs> I love it. They ended up losing by fifty-one. So. Ooh. Uh. Not not very good, but I don't want the Clippers to do well, so... Anti-Clipper. Yeah. Big Laker guy, huh? Just anti-Kawhi. Wow. I just, he's fake, dude. Anti-Giannis, anti-Kawhi. He's fake news. Alright. He had a good run with the Raptors. 
That team that that was a destiny win. Wow. It was their year. Okay. Dude, healthy warriors are beating them easily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll never know. Kevin Durant. If Clay ever comes back. Freaking Clay Thompson. Yeah, beat everybody. So. Besides maybe Mike and the boys. Other than that, um, I would say that seeing the Bucks lose after blowing out the Heat yesterday, today when the uh, Bucks lost, They're bl- they got blown out by the Knicks too. Yeah. So. All right, there you go. I'll take it. Doge, anybody surprising you? Favorite game? What do you got here? Um, favorite game? Just had to try to actually find one that's been close because, like you said, too, there's been so many blowouts. But uh, just this past Monday, Jazz played the Thunder, wound up being just a 110-109 final. Donovan Mitchell made the game-winning shot with seven to play. Um, but the thing that I liked about that game was that on the Thunder side, we got to see Lou Dort make another quality appearance. Team leading 26 points for the Thunder. It was 9 for 11 from the field, 5 for 7 from 3. We got some flashes of him in the playoffs last year. And uh, Lou Dort decided he's he's not done. He's going to keep playing. So, uh Put out a good showing there against the Jazz. Uh, couldn't get the dub in the end, but fun one-point game, uh, which we haven't seen a lot of uh, as far as surprising teams. Mm-hmm. I think I really like I really like how the Hornets have been coming out and playing, and I've been surprised by that. Um, they actually just beat down the the Mavericks tonight by yeah. 20 points. Well, 19, I guess. 118 to 99. Um, LaMelo Ball. Had, I think it was like 22-8-5. Yep. Pretty solid game for him. Um, five for seven from three. So he went off, playing really well. Um, they've had some, some quality appearances. Yeah, they have looked really good, surprisingly. No, not the success I was expecting from them right out the gate, but they've been playing really well against some quality teams. Dude, how about the Eastern Blazers, the Cavs, with Sexland? <laughs> Dude, those guys have come out. They've been playing great. Good for them. Kevin Love out three to four weeks, but he wasn't hadn't played much this season. I'd know because he's been sitting on my fantasy bench. God dang! But <clears throat> they've looked really good. They've been surprising, Dill. I'm surprised you didn't bring them up, or you just don't want to jinx it. It's fake news. You just know fake that it's news. fake news? Okay. Yeah. Dang. I don't know, man. Colin Sexton was good last year. I just, I just don't look at our roster and go, oh, that's a playoff roster. Well, it's, yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't know. I mean, bottom of, there's like 10 teams make it. There's a little mini tournament to get in now. Like, you could just get in the tournament and then just get hot. Go full sex land on them. <laughs> Um, what's been surprising, not really surprising, I just want to give him a shout out, just the Suns, like Chris Paul is awesome, they're 3-1, and one. you can tell he's making a big impact there, um, like, I don't want to shout him out at all, but the Hawks have been really good, and I thought they would be buns, so, good for you Trey Young, getting 17 free throws a game, Jason Tatum's averaging like 2, so... Something's got to change there. That's bad. Calling you out, refs. Get better. <laughs> but the Lakers have looked really good. Clippers have been resting dudes. Kawhi's been hurt. 
Um, you know who's been surprising? Actually, now I'm looking at it, thinking about it. It's surprising that the Wizards are 0-4. Mm-hmm. I figured Russ and Bradley Beal, like, that's got to give you a couple wins. So, I looked at the <laughs> roster, though, but it's like, who? They don't even, I don't even know. Thomas Bertans, dude, he's pretty good. Thomas Bryant's pretty good. That rookie, yeah, I mean, Jenny like, Advia, he might be all right. They're like, okay. Yeah, but the, those two guys alone are like all NBA caliber. Most teams have two guys, though. Not maybe not this. like those two guys, right. though. The Wiz, like the Hornets don't have those two guys. But they're still playing really well. The Cavs don't have those two guys for sure. Yeah. Well. I mean, now, I mean, at least in your eyes. Andre, maybe. Drummond, dude. He's solid. He's, I mean, he's good. He's very good, actually, but he's not Bradley Beal or Russell Westbrook. Mm. Maybe fantasy boy. Big fantasy guy. Drummond. Mm. Um, Pacers have looked really good as well. Toronto doesn't have a win. Yeah, that was gonna. I was gonna say that surprised me. I would think Nick Nurse would have outcoached in one of those games. Still be winning, so I was a little surprised. Only on three, but still. You gotta think it's gotta be pretty weird to be playing in a town that you just. This is like nobody's living from. Nobody's hotel. from there, and you're living in a hotel. Like, all their home games aren't home games for them. Yeah, fair enough. Not to give them an excuse, but there's an excuse for you there, Nick. Um, another team I just don't want to compliment, so I'll let you guys do it, but the the Brooklyn Nets, like, my gosh. One thing I will say, one thing I will say is Kevin Durant just looks so good, like, he just looks, he's healthy, and it's exciting. Kyrie's been playing well for them, too, and I know you're not going to love saying that, but. Uh, he's been balling. He's been doing really well. He's been burning Mad Sage, just burning him up on the court. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing you to 7-Eleven, always open. What a fucking... Oh, my God. Do you, uh, hopefully he'll resign if the fans will have him, you know? So those, yeah. two, those two are averaging 56 a game combined. Yeah. Kyrie almost 30. Then you got Levert averaging almost, well, he's at 17. Dude, they're so deep, even with... Dinwiddie oh, yeah, Dinwiddie's down, out, and they're still good. just super deep. We've talked, we, yeah, we, we, I know we touched on that last time, but it's just so true. Yeah, they put in their blowout team against the Celtics, and it was just, like, all vets that are just, like, solid. I'm like, jeez. Like, Rodney Kurutz and Torian Prince. Like, these guys are just kicking our young guys' ass. Surprising people, Peyton Pritchard. Got to give him a shout out. Fast PP, Eight Mile. What's all those other nicknames? Um, oh, there's another good one. Either way, he's looked really good for the Celtics, and I was very intrigued with that pick when we took him because while I did like his career in college, thought we probably could have gotten him later. But I'm glad we got him at least. He's looked great for us. Been a good bench player. So, Lamella Ball's been pretty good. Anthony Edwards has been pretty good. 
James Wiseman as well. James Wiseman's looked good, yeah. So Kyrie's averaging 61% from the field and 56 from three-point. I don't think he's going to keep that up, so we'll see how things go there. That was my only point. God, if he keeps that up, that's absurd. That's a, and he hasn't missed a free throw. I mean, he's bound to say something crazy and then get pissed off at the media for the crazy shit that he and said. Have some trash and then he'll week. get in a funk. And then, whatever. Talks about why he doesn't talk to the media. Yeah. I also would like to point out, and I would like to think that this is going to happen often, that Kevin Durant had to sit out for his, like, ACL load management on the back-to-back. And then Kyrie just, like, sat out as well. Like, he doesn't, just, like, not injured. Just doesn't want to be out there alone without big KD to drop 30 for him. That protective blanket. Right. I mean, if they're if they're doing it for load management too, I mean, just if you're thinking of you're you're gonna take the L because you're sitting KD, might as well rest the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the point though. Don't you think like maybe you could get a W if you play your other all NBA caliber so. point guard? Maybe right? so. Because then you could play KD the other night and then get a win when you rest Kyrie. Maybe it's my also my point. But either way. It's a it's a funny coincidence. That's all my point is. I think it'll be a funny coincidence more often than not this season. I don't think it'll be one or the other. I think they'll both be out together often. <clears throat> but, Dill, you look like you're looking something up. So I'm interested to see what you got. I'm just looking at lead leader, uh, league leaders so far with different stats. I mean, same thing as last year. James Harden's running out with 39. Trey Young, 17 free throws, bro. 34 points. More than some teams. Trey Young is. Bradley Beal, 32. Kyrie, 29. McCollum, 29. Brad Beal, 32. Dang. That's a lot. Jokic is just leading the league in assists at 13.5. He had that 18 assist game, and I just... My goodness. That's crazy. I don't even think he played the fourth, either. Andre Drummond with 15 rebounds a game. Miles Turner with five blocks a game. Do you think... What's been surprising the most, I guess, is... Yeah, he's been playing like crazy. That's a lot. Is... Why why do you think there have been so many blowouts, too? Like, I don't... Not that we have done any research on it, but, like... like It's just serious. Like, you can tell, like, for sure. They just don't know how to get out of the rut and stop the runs, I feel like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's because they just haven't been together very long, so, like, they're still trying to build that bond of, like, hey, we're down 15 in the second quarter, like, instead of a team coming back. Because 15 in the second quarter is not anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't want to be down 15, but, like, it's not like you're down 50 at half. Right. Like, that game was over. Do you think, like, with less, like, camps and games and stuff that... Correct. They've had less, like, time to, like, fidget with lineups, too. So, like, the coaches. So, they're just, like, trying to play with it a little bit more. Or, like, see what works. And, like, some of it just isn't working earlier. Or do you think it just strictly is the NBA has come down now to... I hit ten more threes than you, so we blew you guys out. And, like, that's what it is. Like, we're the home team, so we're comfortable. We slept in our own bed, so we're going to hit seven more threes. And win by 
15 points. That's the only reason why the Cavs lost to the Knicks. They just they shot way better from three. We made more field goals. We did better field goal percentage, like including twos. But from three, we were like 31%, and they were like 55. I mean, yeah, that'll do it. Jeez, like, for sure. They scored 21 more points from three than we did. What do you think, Dozier? I think it's just a weird season. Uh, yeah. You know, when, when they were doing the bubble, there weren't any fans, but at least there was, like, a playoff atmosphere. Now you're kind of back, and you're still not really having fans, you know, limited fans in some places, but it's a regular season five. So if a team gets on a run and you're the home team and someone's beating you, or either either way, you know, there's, there's no energy really there to kind of build you back up, I think, and some bad games just turn into worse games for some people. Um just having the short turnaround of the season, too, though. Playoffs ending only a couple months ago, and now they're back at it. Right. Um, that's that's tough, too. So I think, you know, a lot more people will be either exhausted or resting. And, you know, we've seen some injuries already right away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's that's tougher. Definitely makes for some larger deficit games. There's a potential that, too, like, and maybe we haven't seen this yet because it's too early in the season, that, like, since they're doing these mini-series with less travel, like, if there's a team that is good and they play a team that isn't as great, they might be able to make adjustments to be even better than next game and really blow them out, potentially, too, where, you know, and they'll remember them all and that team will know that it's be fresh, whereas in the other seasons, they might not play that team till you know, you know, February or March again, and you might not recognize all the same adjustments, so that team might be completely different. So maybe that's the reason why. It's like close proximity you're playing the teams so close like i know it didn't affect the celtics pacers because neither of those games really blowouts but um you know the celtics definitely were made adjustments in that second game and that's why they won it instead of losing the first game so i don't know that could be another thing either way like you said doge it's just a weird season all around um any other final NBA thoughts, or we're moving on to halftime, boys? All right. <clears throat> Doge, I'll roll it right back to you. Where can we find our clubhouse-specific stuff now that we are in halftime? You can find us on Facebook. It's The Clubhouse. And Twitter and Instagram both have the same handle. It is clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. So give us a follow. Subscribe. All of the above. And we'll be posting out content every week, so. <clears throat> I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. I'd like to see it. Give us a follow. Give us a like. <clears throat> rate, review. Subscribe. Big deal. Where can we find the Cheap Seats Network specific stuff? Alrighty, so on Facebook, we have the Cheap Seats Network for words. The mm-hmm. Cheap Seats Network. Uh, Twitter. At the Cheap Seats SN. If you're a first time listener, we always try to guess what SN stands for. And if you're a long time listener, you should already have a guess in place. <laughs> no hints. Wow. Super nuts. Mm hmm. I'll. Keep it in the bank for next time, potentially. Alright, well, I'm not going to guess it again, so... <laughs> Saturday night. Wow. Ooh. 
If New Year's was on a Saturday night... It, I know, it I know. That's so I was like, dang it, it's dude. Not. It's not going to freaking work at all, but I'll just try it. Just because... I had a couple lined up, but I have to do this one. Oh, yeah? Because time will tell that we are the better university, but Sooner Nation. Ugh. Really? The Cheap Seats SN for Sooner Nation. Destroying. Don't, it's, it's a comeback tour. I can't wait to play them again sometime. Team. I like that team. Uh, could be a good one. <laughs> for the bank. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind. So, Twitter at Sooner Nation. Seats as Boomer! Sooner! Boomer! Sooner! Get out of here. I hope we play them sooner than later. Oh, go, they're going to give you the boomer again, though. No, they won't. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I mean, they smoked you. Huh? They just smoked you guys. It was terrible. I don't want to talk about it. All right, moving yeah, on to, moving to on. third quarter. quarter. <laughs> College have... football playoff. Go ahead, Dill. Go ahead. No, we Go have... off, King. Go off. <laughs> we have some college football predictions here as far as the CFP. As people like to uh, like to gesture themselves, talking about the one through four, who should be in, who should not. We know who's in. We know who's not. This is where we guess and take a prediction of what we think might happen. Sure. So, first game. Yeah. Let's talk about the 1-4 seed. 1-4. Alabama being number one, Notre Dame coming in as the four seed by a thread, I would imagine. Sure. Maybe not. Doge. Good instinct. I mean, Bama's going to kill him. <laughs> All right, do we all ESPN tried to get on here today and be like, oh, well, Alabama's center, he's hurt. Like, they don't have another freaking all-pro center ready to go out of the machine where they're just cooking them up. Like, they're fine. I love Notre Dame. My grandpa loves Notre Dame. I like to root for him. He and Book's solid. Their line's been better. This is one of the best Notre Dame teams they've brought to the football playoff, but they're going to get smoked. Like, sorry. I just never really thought that about them. Notre Dame was. Notre Dame was like any different than they have been previous years with, with good records. I just think that they're a better team. I don't know. Just in general. Yeah. Score prediction? They look bad in that game against Clemson in the ACC championship, though. They look exactly the same as that they, a, they that's have. A, that was a revenge respect game. There's a little more chatter on that. Sure. But they barely beat Clemson when Trevor Lawrence was out. I agree. I think Clemson's going to win it all. Sure. So I don't think that that's that wild of a... A chooper. Fair enough. I think, uh, I think Bama's going to crush Notre Dame, dude. 
I'm with you. I'm what not. Are, I'm not saying otherwise. What are some score predictions? What's the line? Is that what you're about to ask me right now? I'm going Bama by twenty-two and a half. Is what they're gonna tell me it is. I bet they have it set at like Bama seventeen. Bama minus seventeen. I bet is what the line is. If I had to guess. I would say fifteen. Oh my god, this guy. I wonder if they're going to hear the rain. Alabama, 20. So. 20. I think it's going to be worse than that. Like, I think it's going to be a 51 to 10 game. 51 to 10. Whoa. I mean, I could see see it. Like, I could totally see it. I could see that. I think it's going to be like 48 to. Yeah, like 13. <laughs> 20 to 45 is sticking out to me. I think that if... Late tutties. Notre Dame has a chance to win, it has to be like a 31 to 28 game. A 33 to 30, like something... I'm thinking we're walking out of this first quarter, and it's weirdly like 13-10 Alabama. And then it's just like, everyone blinks and it's halftime, and it's like 30 to 10 Alabama. I'm like... Yeah. What in the hell? Yeah, they went on a. Uh, I can see that. A streak like a. They just rip them off in the yeah, second just quarter. Twenty-eight just like, points geez. in the second quarter. Notre Dame has the ball for a minute and thirty seconds. Devonta Smith just starts popping off. He's just like I'm the Heisman. Just ten receptions, two hundred yards, and three touchdowns in a quarter. All right, we spent too much time talking about this blowout. All right, let's talk about the other blowout. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but. Yeah. The only reason it won't be a blowout, in my opinion, is because Dabo had the audacity to put Ohio State 11th in his coach's poll for to get in the college football playoff, and I think that's just going to be posted up all over Ohio State's locker room, give them a little bit of motivation. But I still think Clemson's going to walk through them and beat them by probably 10, 14 maybe, at least to score. You know, probably some more is my point, so... I think that Trevor Lawrence is good. I know that the offensive coordinator is out with uh, COVID protocol, but I just don't think that's going to matter that much when Dabo could be calling the plays or someone else who's experienced and Trevor knows the plays pretty well and he can improvise well with his legs anyway. So I think Clemson's going to be a very good team and Ohio State will be a good matchup, but we've seen this matchup before and it's 4-0 Clemson in the past as well. So. I think Clemson's got this one. Dill, you going with the Buckeyes or are you going with the Tigers? Uh, I'm a believer in Dabo. I just don't think Ryan Day has the uh, the nads, if you know what I mean, Ooh. as far as getting it done as the coach. Wow. In these big games. Calling them out. Dude, they looked so bad when we went to Indianapolis last year for the Big Ten Championship against They didn't Wisconsin. look good in this, this Big Ten Championship that much. They, the second half, they did again. Like, they're big games. They just don't really look their best. And, like... Is it just that Ohio State overhype? You know what I mean, and I don't know if that's. I think they're going to be better than that, but. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Though? You're right. We've seen them recently not uh, come Cle- out of the gate. Clemson's super hot. just got something, and like it's going to be Bama Clemson again. Yeah. Like they just need to. 
have be called the Bama Clemson Invitational. Yeah, the Bama Clemson Classic. It's yeah. played every year. And they just have a different national championship. Right, like that's that's the national championship, yeah. but like right. other people get to play for the national championship, right, right, which is right. really the three through six seeds. Right, it's like the MIT. Yeah. Doge? <laughs> I think it's going to be a little closer. You know, I I, I think Clemson's going to win. I do. But I think OSU has the ability to keep the scores up with them. You know, I could see a 10-point game like Teach was saying, but I think, you know, at the end it may even come down to one possession. I could see a six- or seven-point game coming out of this, like a, like a 31-37 or something of that nature. Sure, um, sure. I do think Clemson's going to take the win still. Um, but I, I think OSU is going to be able to keep up with them, and it's going to be a pretty pretty tight game. But like you guys said, you know, I'm still just predicting Clemson playing Bama in the championship, which is getting a little old, but it makes sense. Um, it's just it's they're the two best teams, I think. Clemson is minus seven and a half, by the way, boys. That's so wild. kind of right around what we were saying. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Dodge. It definitely is getting a little bit old, but I mean they've they're so damn good that it, the they're games so good. the games are not fun to watch. The games are fun when they play, but I, I just know. think that it was it would be something where if you had more teams, they'd have to go through more games, which would increase the likelihood that the same team's not going to be in the championship every year, or same two teams are. Well, when they... You've had the same three or four. Like, it's either Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame. There's... That's it. There's so many people who don't think the number three seed and the number four seed even belong in this playoff. So, like, they've got to do something about expanding it to get teams like Cincinnati, Oklahoma, who just freaking lit up Florida... In there, I guess Texas A&M, who had a good chance, even though they lost to Bama earlier this year. Yeah, you know, but, I mean, but that was their only loss, and they beat Florida. Right, exactly. So, they like somebody. They should try to get eight teams in there. You know, you know. Yeah, I don't just know. have some at-large teams coming in. Right. Get somebody from the Pac-12. Like maybe it should just be all the big, like you know, maybe they make it sixteen. It's all ten conferences: the Power Five, the non. Power five, and then there's some at-large bids for like teams like Florida or um, I'm trying to think of another like Georgia. I guess potentially might have been in there. Notre Dame, obviously, when they go back to being probably independent, unless they're sticking with the ACC. But I know next year they're they're up to be you know what they want again. So they got to expand it, I think, because it does could have some more competition. It could make up for some better matchups because you know two Dabo and Nick are kind of getting used to coaching each other probably a little bit as well. Maybe, I don't know if that Let makes. I don't know if that makes. I don't know if it makes it for a better matchup or worse, but either way. Yeah. All right, boys. Any other football playoff notes, thoughts? I would love to see an expansion, like we said. Obviously, you know whether it's eight team or sixteen or whatever, just allowing more people to get in because it it really feels like. It doesn't matter if you're in the American Conference or if you're in, you know, one of those lower lower level conferences that's not right. the SEC or ACC or Big Ten, you know? They uh, could have established the precedent years ago when it first happened. They just never took that step. 
So yeah. they've had opportunities to do it, and they never have. Right. They've continually proven that it doesn't matter if you are not in the, you know, Power Five, and even so, right. <clears throat> Hopefully we do. Let's move on, boys. Let's recap a little bit of 2020 here. Um, let's just go pour one out list first. Then we can go best and maybe worst moments. But we got to get the list out of the way because it's so terrible. It's so long. I'll read off the long list. And if you guys have any people or things to add for the pour one out, go ahead. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are pouring one out this year, 2020. For the late great Kobe Bryant, Casey Jones, Tommy Heisen, Joe Burrow's knee, Clay Thompson's leg, Don Shula, Gail Sayers, Bob Gibson, Diego Maradona, Joe Morgan, Big John Thompson, Kevin Green. Um, who else there? Chadwick Boseman shouts out. Like that's another. Now there's plenty of other actors and stuff. Yeah. But Oh, Alex Trebek, bro. Trebek dude for sure. That's tough. But either way, pour one out for everyone. Rest in peace. Hate to see all those people go. Legends. A lot of legends out there. Um and then hopefully the people that are just injured they can get back to being healthy. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Um let's go then. Let's go a couple best moments, then we'll hit some worst moments, then we'll go back to some best moments. So, uh, big deal. We know you had some best moments this year. Give us some. Cheer us up here after the pour one out. Yeah, that Lightning Stanley Cup. Yeah, dude. A little ice time with Dill finally paid off. That was huge. So, I'm gonna start it off. First championship of the pod, I believe, right? Mm, yeah, should be. Yeah. Yep. My NC Dinos got a got a ring there this year there for Japanese oh, yeah. baseball. They got a there. ring there. Yeah, the old Swole man. Shouts out to him. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to my uh, to my Doosan Bears. Doosan Bears, right? Of course. Doge, uh, short, quick, best moment. Yeah, dude. That was fun. It was right when sports were starting to come back. It was really the first sporting event to get back onto TV after everything had shut down for COVID. And man, that was fun. I was so into the MLS. Yeah, dude. Sneaking those games in was sweet, like in the morning and stuff. It was exciting, yeah. Just catching them. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, like 10 a.m. starts and some of them. Right. Just sweet. Uh, that was a blast. I, I loved that tournament. Made made a good thing out of a tough situation. That was I, a great one. I enjoyed how they did that, and it was really fun waking up in the morning knowing that I could watch sports that... Like, there were, there were a lot of really good games. Well, dude, I had to be in the office, like, like for through the du- duration of COVID, because they were yeah. essential. So, like... That was something that was like, there's nothing to do because there's not much to sell or yeah. there's obviously things to recycle, but a lot of businesses were shut down, so they weren't doing any recycling. And so <clears throat> it was just like, man, these games are getting me through a lot of these days. So that was nice. Absolutely. 
NFC was killer in them, man. They were great. That's the best we've looked in the... uh... They picked it back up after getting smoked by the crew in their first matchup. Yeah, that was tough. Tough, tough, tough. But it it was good. That was a good tournament for us, for sure. That's the best we've looked in the MLS. Yeah. For sure. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I'll go best moment, then we'll go around and go worst moments, then we'll finish them off with some more best moments of the year. Best moment, gotta be Trevor Bauer, Cy Young. Needed it for the Reds. First Cy Young for the Reds. Hopefully it keeps him around. I highly doubt it, but I'm he still... He still doesn't sign anywhere? No. And every time there's news that comes out, he just shits on the reporter because it's not coming from his agent who's supposed to be reporting about it. So they're just like, that's fake. It's like, I don't know if it's true. They're like, yeah, Bauer wants a three to four year deal, about $40 million, like $36 million minimum. Just as much as Garrett Cole. And he's like, where did you hear this? Like, that's not true. And it's like, oh, man, that sounds totally like a good deal. That would be right up his alley, probably. And it makes sense. But, like, if he's saying it's not true. Yeah. And there was another one where it was like, uh, it says, Trevor Bauer says the Reds are out of his price range after meeting with them today. And he's like, I don't think I even met with the Reds today or something like that. So I was like, I don't know if that's true either. Yeah. And his agent hasn't said anything. So, I don't know. I'm still hopeful. Um, and would really appreciate... Trevor Bauer's <clears throat> services, but I'm glad that he got the Cy Young. I hope that keeps him around, but he deserved it, I think, and I'm glad that we got to experience that with the Reds because who knows when we'll have somebody like him around because he was fun to have and fun to watch. He was such a blast, dude. It was great having him. He just was such a new – he was new, the new baseball. Like, he was new baseball, and it was cool. Like, how Fernando Tatis in Slam Diego is, like, the new version of baseball, and they're, like, trying to – pimp him out like he's like gonna be the new LeBron James even though like no chance but he could still be like that's the new baseball like Trevor Bauer's new version of baseball he's not your old school Joey Votto who doesn't even have any social media like doesn't really connect with fans it's kind of like I love Joey Votto he's kind of an oddball guy at the same time but like Trevor Bauer's an oddball but you can get a hold of him you can talk to him and he Bauer's so in your face too about everything right the crazy cleats like just the energy he brings on the field, just screaming and all that. Like, right. Oh, right, like donating his cleats after every game. Like, Joey Votto might still do that, but Trevor Bauer's doing it, and people can see it, and it's, like, for charity, and it's always, like, a, his cleats are cool, or, like, they say some kind of message sometimes. Like, I don't know. It's just much more, like, with today's, like, market and trying to, like, promote baseball, where it's not just, like, going out and swinging the bat and catching the ball. So, I don't know. I would love to see him stick around, but it doesn't seem likely. Um, Dill, worst moment of 2020 sports-wise. Take it right back to uh, Slam Diego. Tough. Throw a Game 6 gem in the World Series, get pulled, lose the game, lose the series. Blake Snell, see you later going to Slam Diego. <sighs> yeah. That's tra- That's tragic. Talk about losing a Cy Young. I mean, granted, like, he wasn't always his top, but, I mean, his ceiling was pretty high. And he's probably just going to keep getting better as he gets older. He just learns how to pitch better, so. I mean, yeah, Blake Snell's a beast. Like, it's so Tampa, man. It sucks. Prospects. You, prospects. You get classic. somebody hooked on, like, like that. I mean, you get fans hooked on a player and ship them out. Yeah, and they learn about the new ones. Yep, all six prospects or whatever yeah, ends up being. Yeah, the, the hell trade. they are right. 
That's just it's part of the uh, lack of some sort of salary cap in MLB. Yeah. That, I mean, we have the lowest revenue in the league, pretty much, so. Yeah. That's why. Tough. Like, you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Unless you just move to Chicago. Come and market a bigger city. But, yeah, that was brutal. Tough. I mean, the worst moment has just got to be when, like, all sports got shut down after Rudy Gobert got COVID. Yeah, the Gobert game is pretty trash. Yeah, he's he's away from the team. They're about to start that Thunder Jazz game. And then it gets delayed. Everyone's waiting around, like, what the heck's going on? And they just send him back to the locker room. They say... Game's been canceled. Everyone's safe. Go home. Rudy Gobert just has COVID. Shuts down the league. And then live sports basically in general at that point. Yeah, I think the NBA was one of the first, if not the first. Right. It was right after the All-Star break too, right? Yeah. Or right before. Yeah, it was like March 10th or something like that. It was after, it was after, it was after, yeah. Yeah, because I thought the game was wild. Right. All Star game was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's for the yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one we can't find. The one I, yeah, I can't watch. All right, we haven't been able to find. Yeah. Okay. The ending with the Elam ending. Um, worst moment moments for me. Gotta be, just freaking Joe Burrow, man. Yep. I'm so sad about it. Heartbreaking. Also, like, every and any time. There's anything Kobe, I'm just like, God damn, dude. Fucking Kobe is gone. And then, like, to lighten it up in a worst moment, like, God damn it, Tyler Hero had to just be, like, unreal against the Celtics. Like, just out of nowhere. Just, like, he's just, like, some, like, beast. He's just a certified bucket. Just certified walking bucket. (laughs) God. Unbelievable. Good for him, though, but that's just, I was like, ah. Lakers Celtics would have been so freaking nice, and maybe if Jalen Brown keeps dropping forty two, we'll get it this year. But either way, a light worst moment, best moments this year. Um, <clears throat> golly, Dill, got a couple to rattle off here. Obviously, the Rays. Just getting there, though. Red's making the playoffs. Great moment. Even, even though they just got chooped, but still cool to see them get there. And, and, you know, the city, the buzz, you could even feel it. Like, there's nobody, like, doing stuff. But the buzz when the Reds are good is cool. Like, that was nice to see. But. Always adds a little bit of energy to the city. Dude, Bubble Suns, bro. The Bubble Suns were bubble awesome. Suns. Eight no Bubble Suns. The eight no Bubble Suns were awesome. <laughs> yeah, they were. They, they were. should put they should put that team on the Legends like in two K. How it's like. The, oh my uh, God! They totally should. Like the ninety six Bulls, just the. Just Bubble Suns. Twenty twenty Bubble Suns. <laughs> that'd be so funny. <laughs> Undefeated. They played so well. T J Warren out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He did go out of nowhere, though. He had 54. Devin Booker, though. That's that's not what I was trying to say. Devin Booker. Devin Booker went off. That was fun. 
Jamal Murray went bonkers too. That was sweet. Dude, that uh, Rockets Mavericks game that we were doing the bets on up at the lake. Yeah, that was sweet. My first <laughs> bet that I actually won, and it was like some sort of crazy parlay <laughs> to do with like the over under hardened points or something like that, and then like a, a yeah, it was so dead in the water. Then went to overtime. That was and it was just like, dude, like. And then the, just the way that whole game ended, like the very yeah. end, I can't remember exactly, but there was like a three main, I don't know, there was a crazy ending. I don't remember the exact It was like, now, I don't know, they were down like eight with a couple minutes left, or like a minute left. It was like, like 40 seconds left, down eight, and they somehow come back to tie it to go into overtime. That was just like one of those things where it's like, holy crap, like, I understand why people would bet on games, you know what I mean? Because like. This is, I have no interest in, like, I don't really care who wins between these teams, but, like, I was so invested. Right. You're <laughs> like, like, dude, I gotta win this. I am <laughs> watching this game very in, uh, intensely right now, so. That was fun. That's funny. What about, um, oh my god, I'm just freaking out. Doncic just buzzer beater. That was great in the bubble. Oh, against the Clippers. Yeah, yeah that was tight. Just sick. I was riding back from the lake with that on my phone. Oh yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it was a crazy game. I would say, just because this came to mind a second ago, and I'm watching the bottom line here, uh, for a a rip. I know what you're gonna say. No March Madness. Yeah, I was gonna say it too. I was I first was gonna say like we had to just pour no March, March Madness. Madness. That was a total loss. So Such an L. Such an L. And like dude. I don't even really care for college basketball now. Dude, that is one of the best days of the year. Yeah. That Thursday Friday is like top tier. Thursday through Sunday is great. Thursday and Friday is it's superb. just like take. College basketball and some of the craziest endings, and just pipe it straight into my veins. Just like it's thirty-two so games of awesome. it. Awesome. I mean, yeah. it's just gone. That was terrible. Anything else, or is that a pretty I mean, decent recap? Kevin Garnett Hall of Fame, Kobe Bryant Hall of Fame, Tim Duncan Hall of Fame. Shouts out. That's a, that's all I got there. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, uh, it was cool to go to some COVID, like, games. Like, that was yeah. interesting. Yeah, we got to go to the one up in Cleveland, which was nice. Yep. I went to one in Cincy that was interesting, just as interesting as Cleveland. But, you know, is what it is. We still got some sports to watch, which is great. Yep. Still got some good times to be had. Hopefully 2020 we'll get to be, you know, recording live from a a stadium maybe where we're all together. Like, the roar of the crowd, like that first roar of the crowd we're going to be able to hear, like, you know, maybe not together, even, but like hopefully together. Is gonna be so awesome. Like when it, it's, it's like, gonna be sweet. like it's gonna when it's all safe back. and it's all good to go. Like it's gonna be so sweet. Oh my gosh, can't wait for it. So, um, any other best, worst, quick boys? If not, let's hit the buzz beaters. Buzz 
Let's hit him. Let's end this year on a high note. Let's 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 drain some trays. <clears throat> Big deal. What do you got for us? Like I said earlier, <clears throat> the Sooners got it <clears throat> the best of us today. I'm ready for the next time we play them. It's tough to end the year on a three-game losing streak after a great, successful season from uh, Dan Mullen and the rest of the team, obviously, and watching what Kyle Trask could do. It was a lot of fun. It's the first time in, I mean, I would say at least five years where I thought the uh, the Gators were really fun to watch, and I wanted to watch every single minute of it. So um, I'm excited for the program moving forward. and Chomp, chomp. Yeah, I mean, chomping, baby. So, so what's great about being a sports fan is that your teams aren't always good, but when they are, it feels great. Absolutely. So this year has been a great year for most of my teams. Most. Well, I mean, like, the Rays got to the World Series. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup. The Buccaneers are in the playoffs. The Cavs suck. Um, Indians... Mm, didn't do well, but that's fine because the Rays took advantage of it. Uh, and then the Brownies. So it's really coming down to this. Yeah. I'm going to go pour one out and a shout out. Mm-hmm. I got to pour one out for the city of Boston. In 2020, they lost Tom Brady, Robert Gronkowski. Mookie Betts. Um, oh, there's another guy, too. I guess if you want to go Gordon Hayward. And then Zidane O'Chara just signed with the Washington Capitals today. So, yeah. another Boston legend. One of the guys that I like to play with in NHL against Big Dill over here when I do play. Uh, you know, so, maybe I'll have to just join with him. It kind of works out for me. I get him on the, the Capitals now. So. Brandon Holpe. Holpe. Um, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> so pour it out for Boston. They're hurting right now. All their favorite athletes are gone. So uh, hopefully Jason Tatum stays around because goodness if that were to be not the case. Or Jalen Brown, too. Don't trade for James Harden. Yeah. We need them both. And I would like to go shouts out to Kid Cudi. New album, Man on the Moon 3. Big, big win here at the end of 2020. I'm a huge fan of it. Big fan of his music. So I just want to say... Shouts out. Give that a listen if you're a fan of his old Man on the Moon albums. It's pretty similar to those. So give it a peep. Doge, send us off here. You get the last word in 2020, brother. I guess I will say goodbye at the end, but give us the last take. Well, I feel a little selfish that I'm using this for the last take, but I'm doing it anyway. Go for it. It takes time to brag on myself. Oh, yeah. Had the best year of fantasy football I've ever had. Oh, my God. Never mind. And in our league that we're in, it's me, Teach, Dill, and some of our college buddies, and then Trevor, a friend of the pod, uh, his uh, family's also in it with his dad and his cousin as well. Um, and I finished up the regular season 13-0, and swept through the playoffs, went 16-0 and on the season, most points, best regular season win, win record, got, you know, all the payouts. And uh, didn't look good going into the championship. I needed like 45 points with with only Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs left. So I felt like, you know, it was definitely possible. And they wound up getting like 75 combined, so they just went off. Yeah, because Stephon had 45, so. 
Yeah, it was ridiculous. They ridiculous. Just, I, it looked like I was going to lose by 10. I wound up winning by like 35. I, I was so happy when I saw that, Toes. You have no idea how happy I, I was. I was so hyped, dude. The 50-yard touchdown right before halftime. Undefeated season oh. is legendary, too. It was so great. And then it was just gravy after. We went off. Yeah. Oh. Unreal. And it's not like that's like a no one pays attention league either. No, right. that's... Like it's a pretty everyone's on there. too much shit. attention is paid in that league. Yeah, that's, that's the downfall of it for me. But... I lucked out with being able to keep Derrick Henry as a third rounder because I got him in the fifth round last year. Yeah, that is huge, actually. Next year, I won't be so lucky. No. No, 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 no. I know not to take uh, Hooper again as a tight end. Oof. Yeah. Not good. I couldn't get my team healthy, man. But if I would have beat Trev the week I lost to him in the playoffs and I would have had you that week, I would have outscored you. It, yeah, I mean, it didn't happen, so like, it doesn't matter, but... Have, have you looked into, like, this, the league's stats for, like, the two years combined? No. So I'm pretty sure me, you, and Trev are, like, top three. Like, oh, I'm sure I'm terrible. And, like... I didn't know you had a combined... Yeah, you can look up your... There's a lot of information and stats and stuff like that that I was checking out. Um... It was pretty cool. So, I'll have to go take screenshots of that before it gets worse next year. Yeah, they have like they have like all time high records of like how many points were scored in a game. Shouts out to the <clears> sleeper <throat> app, by the way. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're talking about. That's pretty tight. I'm gonna have to go look at those. Yeah, just go under league history, and then you'll be able to find all that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening, Doge. Thank you. We appreciate you being on the pod. Hopefully it was a good year for you. I've had better, and uh, right. I've had better. So. <laughs> Who hasn't, right? Looking forward to next year, man. Thank you, thank you again for having me. For sure. Big deal. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. Happy New Year's Eve. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. This is The Clubhouse. <laughs>